powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Welcome back, everybody. I just had to load Fuad's face in here. My mistake. Give me just one second. Welcome back to another episode of Post Game Analysis, where the Leafs lost to the Arizona Coyotes once again uh, in a terrible three loss. Uh, sorry, four two loss to the Arizona Coyotes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, that was uh, just enough to give you hope and then enough to rip it away right afterwards when they have a goal called back for what feels like the hundredth time in the last. Well, they didn't deserve to win, right? Well, they're going to break your heart, right? Something always does. And a betting man would bet against the Leafs on a game like tonight. And if you want to bet, you can do it at Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Football continues, the World Series is around the corner, and they have dropped the puck on hockey season. Bet pregame, live in play, or on one of our many prop bets. Made for Canadians by Canadians, Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 plus, and please play responsibly. <laughs> well, and it's it's... How do you look at that and not think they deserve to lose that game? And by all rights, they did, right? They go down 2 nothing, and they stay down 2 nothing until the end of the third, essentially, until the last 10 minutes, and then they decide that they're going to play. A couple lucky bounces, I guess. They had lots of close calls, but... Oh, we can't hear you on the chat. We can't hear you here, buddy. Hang on. All right. Let's see here. Is that better? Do we hear him now? That's yes, I think. Can you hear me? I think so. Uh, chat, can we hear Fuad? Hello. Hello. Can they hear me? Uh, it doesn't sound like it. Uh, now they're both no sound. And okay, well this is not going. Oh, there we go. I think we. I think we're back in business. I think we're back in business. Are we and, back in business? And how fitting is that, right? How fitting is that that this is the stream where we're having the most problems? Listen, listen, it, it's, it is totally fitting. It's Can fitting. you guys hear me? Sorry, one more check. Can they hear me? Yes, working on it. Because I Exit. have, I have, okay, here we go. Let's so start that, over. Yeah. My name's Lauren. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> I'm Fuad. Um, you can follow me at, at Fuad underscore sports. Please um, like and subscribe. We clearly need the help with the technological issues. <laughs> our... Our stream is going about as well as that game was going for the Leafs. So, yeah, yeah, what I was trying to say before I was rudely interrupted by the lack of sound. That was, yeah, that was that was the most leafy game that could have possibly leafed. You know, they go, 
I always wonder, I'm like, how do, how do, you know, New York Rangers fans or lightning fans that look at this game and they'd be like, ah, you know, that's a good game. You know, we'll score a lot of goals. We'll see some players get some shine, maybe, you know, get some young players, more minutes. Leafs are like, no, something's going to happen. Something's, something's going to happen. And it did. And it starts with a Nick Ritchie goal, right? Which we all knew was coming. You what? called it out on your video earlier today. You called I did. it that it was going to happen. And you were not entirely right, but he got the opening goal. Of course he did. I, well, I said he was going to get four goals and score the overtime winner. Um, well, they got four goals total. That's true. I mean, right? listen, listen, this is, this is 20, 20 years of damage here. You know, there's a lot of psychological damage going on here. And it's I just think knowing our team. <laughs> knowing what the way it is. Like, I honestly, I think if you listen closely enough, you can hear Steve making his LFR all the way in the East End. I I cannot wait for that face-melting LFR, but consider this the preview. So, yeah, it started off as horribly as you can expect. Like, the first, basically about 79% of the game, all of a sudden, you know, you get two goals in about a blink of an eye. And we're like, okay, you know, I started to like cool down. I'm like, okay, well, okay, maybe they'll just good teams. They find a way, you know, they find a way, even if they're playing terribly. And then, you know, a penalty is taken, dumb penalty taken. So many. And then back of the net. And then listen, and then you can say what you want. We tied the game and then we didn't tie the game. And then we tie the game and then another stupid penalty with two minutes and five seconds left. Like, yeah. And that's what the third time in the last few games, like so far this season, they've already had a couple penalties in the last three minutes of the game. Like, I don't know if it, if the refs are planning on keeping up this, this rhythm of, of penalty calling against, against all teams. It seems like at the end of the game, it's hard to not take it personally, but yeah, you know, I, I hear that, you know, I'm always, I'm not one to defend NHL officially, but this is not the game where I want to talk about a fish because I, I get to me. The Leafs it should lost not the come game down themselves. to the refs. The Leafs it lost should the not game come. Themselves. If you let a game versus the Arizona Coyotes who play at Humber College's gym, who have players that I forgot play in the NHL, if you if it comes down to the refereeing, then you're not a good team. You're not you're not good enough. And that call, I don't care if they said that Morgan Riley slashed him in the head, and then they gave him a five minute major. Wouldn't have mattered to me because they should not have been in that position. You know, I just, I don't get it. I, 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 there's only so many times you can look at this team and think, you know, oh, it's the season. So it's beginning of the season. It's beginning of the season. Two points is two points. No matter if it's in October, November, December, April, it's two points. And yep. those are two points they're not going to have. They're not, they're not in the bank and they're going to end up, I guarantee you, they're going to end up being, you know, a few points shy of where they want to be in the standings. This is what's preventing them from getting to the next level. And truthfully, I don't know if they're going to get to that next level. I just don't see, you know, you don't see teams like Colorado and, and Tampa and I, even though I hate to say it, like Edmonton lose games in that way to teams like the Arizona Coyotes. Like it just doesn't happen. And, you know, there's lots of moments that are good in, in a game like that, right? Like, Mitch Marner has a great backhand, and, and yeah. you know, there's lots of redeeming moments. But then there's there's lots of terrible things, too. Like, I feel like one game we take a step forward with Justin Hall, and the next game it's it's a step backwards. It, every night that he's a roller coaster. 
Yeah, and every time he steps on the ice, you don't know what you're going to get. It's almost, it's not, it's not a Jake Gardner situation because Jake Gardner was a decent defenseman that just, when he messed up, it was just cataclysmic. Instead, you just have this, this player where day to day, you don't know who, which version you're going to get. And, you know, he, he gives away the puck with two minutes left that, that in the, on the PK that leads to the goal by Gostas Bear. And, you know, if that pass doesn't happen the way that it does, then maybe it, it goes to overtime and we don't have the technical issues that we have. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they blame the Leafs for all the technical issues. It's all their fault. That's um, what I'm going to do. It is absolutely all their fault. I mean, I felt bad. I, if I if I was I I don't want to hear anybody talk bad about the fans in the building. Okay, they tried their best out there. I could hear some goalies go chants going on, but it, they were kind of like dying out. So you see, like goalies go, goalies go. And then in the because, last ten seconds, there's booing because. Wouldn't you though? I mean, like you paid a lot of money to like that would be like going it's to a five star restaurant. It's not. It's cheap. like going to a five star restaurant, and then you order a steak. And they're like, yeah, I want a medium rare. And they come out burned. You know, like, please send this back. They come out hair in it. So, like, you know, they have the right to boo. Um, and I would be I'd be booing too. I mean, to me, what I'm trying to what I'm saying is I I think I've seen a, like enough to say that I don't think this team, as currently constructed, it has what it takes. What? I don't think so. Even the wins that they've had so far, I think I don't think you're wrong. I think that there is obviously, even with wins that they've had, they haven't deserved them. No, arguably, right? No, I mean, how like how to know how you know this management team after all these years and all the the embarrassments? I mean, this is not even close to the top embarrassment. Let's let's be very clear. There has been a mountain of embarrassments about this team, but. How can you look at this currently constructed squad and say four rounds, four rounds in the spring, they can do it? Yeah, I I'm sorry, I don't see it. I I, I just I, I I don't see it. Um, Not with a we'll straight face, right? You know. Well, I mean, we can we can come in and say you know we're Leaf fans. That's like yeah yeah you know Leaf forever, and we, obviously we're mega, mega fans, or else we wouldn't be streaming about them. But the Spades a Spade. This team on the ice. It's a playoff team. Like they're going to make the playoffs. Okay, like, I hope they're so. going to go next. I think they will. I mean, they do this every year. They're going to they're going to go out. You know, they're going to put some wins together, but they're still going to be middle tier because they let these games drop, and then we're going to be singing the same song and dance in the playoffs, unless something big changes. And I don't know if you can even make that change in the off season. I'm sorry, in the middle of the season. I don't even know if that change is available. It just Brings me to this lack of confidence that I have in this regime to because they've they've seen so much of this and have just said, This is fine. Like it was like the dog meme in the fire. This this is fine. Well, and and it, you know, at what point are is it getting to the Babcock stage of hearing the same reasons? Well, we just gotta keep just gotta keep grinding. Like when if I, if I hear Keith say in the post game preference, post game uh, conference after we finish this stream. And he says, well, these are lessons we have to learn. How many more lessons? How many more times do you have to do this? Is this fun? Sorry, Mo- like, is this Montreal fun? wasn't a lesson? Uh, Montreal 3-1 wasn't a lesson? Columbus wasn't a lesson? Any of them? Any of them. That's Any of them. And not only those. Like, David Ayers wasn't a lesson? Was that not a big enough embarrassment that you went, let's never do anything like that again? Because- My 26th birthday. 
David Ayer's game, 26th birthday. <laughs> my condolences to you, my yeah. friend. Oh Good my fun. gosh. Good fun. Speaking of Keith, uh, um, after that call- goal was called back, he was surprisingly calm. Um, I like because he was talking to the official, and I expected like him to Hellfire? absolutely erupt. <laughs> I I think he needs it. Like I I I I always have a place in my heart for any coach of any sport that just just anger. I don't know if you remember the old Raptors coach. His name was Jay Triano. Uh, way back in the way back when they were terrible, he oh, was yeah. like a yeah. So he was like a bald guy like me. So we, I could talk about him. So we he used to have like a red head and he screamed and he was known for smashing the clipboard over his knee. Just like my grade Every, three teacher, my grade three yeah. teacher did that. Yeah, that sounds not good. That sounds not very good for a grade three teacher. It was that sounds fine. Like it was never against us, so you know okay, his own leg, good. right? So, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. Like, what do you think? Like, what does the chat think? What do you think has got to be done here? Because the wake up again, call nightmare re- re- continues. I, yes, the wake up call nightmare continues. I don't think. Continue. Please, somebody tell me if we're overreacting here because I don't think we are. I feel like I'm taking, like, I feel like I'm in another dimension. Like, this is not early in the season. This is one big long season, okay? This is six years of a season. It I mean, feels like this, just one long whoopee cushion sit. You know what I mean? That's just, um, just fluttering. I think I, and it's, you know what they're going to do tomorrow? I mean, sorry, Thursday, they're going to go against Dallas. And they're going to play a really good game. I I, I, I would and, predict that. And Nick Robertson is going to go toe-to-toe with his big brother, Jason. That's is he? Are they just going to be like, no, you know, we just want him to develop on the bench a little bit more, you know? You know I mean, they cool. called him up, right? Since Murray's on LTIR. And I can't imagine calling them up and then not giving him that opportunity, right? I mean, why not at this point? You got to send a message. I mean, clearly they need scoring help, apparently. So let's put all of our hopes and dreams on somebody that's on, you know, an entry level contract. And if a team that has um, half of its salary cap locked up to forwards needs scoring help, then well, then we're back well, here again, right? Well, and, it, and it's the same thing as last year in the playoffs where they were like, Matthew Nyes is the savior, and it's like, yeah, what? No part of um, that is the good idea or going you- to be your life ring, right? Like. Yeah, when I was 18 once, I don't think I could save anything. Um, I do not think I could have been a savior of anything when I was 18. So, uh, yeah, well, that's one thing about the LTIR. I, I was going to say this if this was a normal game, but I, I want to say this anyway. H- how dumb is it that, like, this NHL salary cap world that, like, the LTIR makes it so that we are kind of celebrating that a player is injured? Like, that's where we are with this salary yeah. cap. Like, how, and it's not our fault. I don't think it's the fans' fault. I don't think it's our fault. But it's, I, it's a function of the, the system where it's like, oh, yeah, Matt Murray's hurt. Now we can get three more players. I'm like, what? I know. What? I know. What are we- and the NHL think that's a good product to put on the ice. If you're just joining us, by the way, my name is Lauren. This is Fuad. And we are here in the funeral of another Leafs loss. 4-2 to the Arizona I thought you were going to say the season. I'm like, oof. I'm like, that's, that's, that's even hot for me to well, say. Well, it's not a funeral for the season, but maybe like a trank dart, right? Like, does this come back to haunt them later down the season? Yes. When you need two points. Narrator, yes, it will. Yes, it did. <laughs> it did, in fact. It did, in the fact. Team. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Unit Bilbo asks us, do you think this team has the Leafs number, or is this just some sort of mindset issue? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't think they have their number. I think the hockey has their number. I just feel like. I think that their I think that their lack of hard play against teams that they believe to be lesser than them 
is is not necessarily I'm going to say an active choice, but it's evident. Like they haven't beat the Coyotes since February 2021, I believe, or 2020. And they lost every single game to Bu- to Buffalo last year. Like it gestures broadly to everything. I think that yeah. I think that they do have a mindset problem as made evident in their their late collapses, right? But I don't even know what it is. Like like I, I and I guess you always defend, like, I, I've i been a defender of the management because sometimes I'm like, what else can this management do? They keep putting on, you know, they keep providing what the team needs. You know, they're putting out these good players, putting out, you know, getting what they need. And then, but I, now at this point, I'm, I'm beginning to question them. I'm like, at what point, I understand that you, you know, you love, you know, you, you really believe in your guys and you're going to go down with a ship. But at, at what point do you, at some point, as a talent evaluator, as a manager, you have to look at something in any field and say, this thing here is not, not working. working. No. And no. that's, you know, for lack of a better term, at some point, you have to poor it off the pot, right? Like, that's, and and so far, can we say that that Justin Hall is the best option for that position at that price tag? And maybe some of this, maybe some of the suffrage that the Leafs are going through right now with not having better players is... How many first-round picks did we give away in a row that maybe one of them could have been a defenseman? Maybe another one could have been a left-winger, right? I mean... They gave they, one away. They gave one away they to gave dump Patrick Marlowe. They gave, they gave one away to get Nick Foligno. Like, how many? Come on. I know. I know. I hate to bring that... That 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 yeah, wouldn't stake back up, but man, like... They're basically, at this point, you feel like... What are they going to like? Are they going to do the same thing at the deadline and paper over the same core? I mean, I guess so. What else Probably. are you going to do? Probably. I mean, did you, I mean, I mean, Dubas doesn't have a contract. If the, if the if he makes a big move, right? If Dubas makes a big move, something that we all think and don't believe isn't going to happen because that doesn't it's not part of his process. Which fair enough. Process. If if he was to do that and it backfires like the Felino trade, how is that not becoming? How does that not become the move that? gets him no contract and out the door and in turn have Matthews go out the door because from all intents from everything that's been reported it sounds like those two are invisibly linked together without anyone having said it in so few words right like yeah I, I mean I feel bad for I mean on the top of Matthews I feel like I feel like the questions I feel like the question just getting out of line out of hand with Matthews I mean like the guy cannot sign a contract now. He's not allowed. He's not. He's not allowed to do it. But did you see the the question that I don't know what reporter? I don't want to. I wouldn't even tell the reporter. I don't want to call anybody out. But somebody asked him uh, again. He's like, oh, Austin, can you tell us uh, about uh, the first time you saw the Coyotes play?" And you could audibly hear his the voice. Roll. The eye roll came through his voice. <laughs> his voice sounded like. When like the Ipsos poll people call you at dinner, they're like, "Hi, we want to conduct a short survey." He's like, "I've answered this question a lot of times over six years." Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. he still answered the question, but still, like, he has a blue Lamborghini, guys. Come on, I mean, you can always get it. You can I'm always just, get it. To, you can get saying. wrapped. I'm just. You can get it wrapped saying. in the Kachina colors or I'm what's just, that? I'm just saying. He's got a blue Lamborghini. Oh boy, boy, oh boy. 
Is it I just mean, King Lao says? Is it just me, or do, does the Leafs put a handicap on themselves to match the opposing team because they play well versus good teams? Well, do they though? I wouldn't necessarily. I mean, good question. First of all, but I wouldn't say they play very well against super great teams. Sometimes they can, right? There was a couple games last year where they played against the Oilers, and they did it. From what I remember, they did a pretty good job, like shutting down McDavid and still scoring, right? But. Yeah. You know, then they get the yips when it comes to teams that are sub five hundred. <laughs> like, like yeah, what kind of logic is that? Teams, listen, the three, the the two losses are two teams that are not likely not going to make the playoffs. Sorry, Andrew Berkshire, but I don't think the Habs are going to make the playoffs. But those are two teams we can only hope. Are, yeah, I mean, they're still pretty. I mean, they again. Don't they, at, they beat us? They beat us. So stop it. You can't say nothing. You're on game over but, Toronto. You see this, right? Like right here. <laughs> yes, but yes, but as a Toronto fan, I, I have license to be a hater as well. It's just part of the, the experience. Okay, it's not being a Tampa Bay fan. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Okay. Sunshine, rainbows, and circuit chat. I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and just for some reason, just more talent every year. Yeah, I, I've, I've been asking questions, and I still don't understand. Um, should we talk about? The unfortunate event of Jake Muzzin leaving the game and not coming back. Man. With a neck injury. Neck injury. Was it a neck? Was it a neck or a concussion? Because I know this guy. They announced it as a neck injury. Now, it could be concussion, right? He might have some whiplash and bonked his head pretty good. After after colliding with Clayton Keller, I mean, he... I'm not going to call it a blindside, but he wasn't... I mean... He just bumped into him. I I, I think it was just... I, I felt like he just went... He just bumped into him, but, like, those are... He's had a lot of concussions. Like last season, he got, he, I mean, he had a really bad concussion last year. Yeah. And he's had back problems like his whole life, right? Not his whole life, but for the, the last couple parts of his career, in the in the offseason, someone asked him about it and he said, I don't have a couple back issues. I have like chronic back issues. Now I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but. No, yeah, yeah. But, you know, and then we have, and then we have him paired with defenseman Jekyll and defenseman Hyde. Right, and it's uh, like favorite. Timothy Lilligren, please get well soon. But again, yeah. here we go, putting our hopes and dreams in someone that only makes what one point four. He's young too. I he's not. <laughs> no, I know, I mean, but I just mean yeah. like we're putting it in some. We're putting our, all our hopes and hope for defense in somebody that. Anyway, I'm not bitter. I'm yeah. not bitter. Yes, we're proving it. I'm not bitter. Yeah, I mean. Obviously, we hope. I hope for the health of Jake Muzzin. I mean, he's oh, obviously of course. He, oh my, he's gosh. on the wrong end of thirty too. I mean, I think he's the same age as like PK Subban, if I'm not mistaken. I might be mistaken, but uh, Something I like think that. he's roughly the same age as a PK Subban. Obviously, different circumstances there, but you know, that's when I mean, hockey players do not like age well. Most of them don't play <laughs> into their late mid to th- mid thirties. You don't. You don't get a lot of Charas anymore, right? You don't get a lot of oh. Joe Thorntons, like. Guys now more and more starting to retire. You know, Curtis Gabriel retired this offseason. There's been a couple that have retired that are under 30 even, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, especially if there's a history of injury, right? And unfortunately, the other night, Andre Kasha left with a potential concussion from the Canes game and stuff like, like, he's not even 29. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. I, 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 I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head, but, you know. He missed time last year with a head injury, and and it just seems yeah, like I mean, it just seems like there are some players that, because of the way that they play and the physicality that they do bring, which 
we celebrate, you know, has this completely other side of the scale where injuries. Oh, happen. there's a shelf life. Yeah. There's absolutely a shelf life. They, I mean, you see it all the time with like, especially a player like Muzzin. I mean, he plays with such heart and such physicality, but like, it's the expression they burn the candle on both ends. Yeah. So that's a good expression. Uh, I don't know if I've ever heard that. You never heard that expression before. It's very, it's a very common one. Chat, tell her. It's very common. Kenneth um, Lau says that Leafs should tank for Bedard. Oh, God. I love it. I don't think we're not that lucky. <laughs> if we tank for Bedard, we would, we would somehow end up with like the 13th pick or something. And then we would trade it. It would be traded. But I, I like the spirit on that. I like the spirit of that. Um, you know, sometimes I will say I, when I see Montreal's team, when I saw them play, I couldn't help, not jealousy, but there's, there's always something romantic about the way that team is built. Like you can see it's all the young players. It reminds you of seven, 16, 17. You're like, I know. All, you don't care all how you're full do. of his hopes and dreams and best We don't care how you do. As long as you have fun and you learn. Yeah. And now we're just like, did you win? And now we're like, please just beat the Arizona Coyotes, right? And I watched the uh, Oilers-Flames game the other night, which was an unbelievable game. That goal by Kadri. Oh, it was My so man. dirty. It was beautiful. My man. But I'm watching the Flames play, and there is a team that – from the drop of the puck, they are making life just an absolute hell for every single guy in an orange, white, and blue jersey. Like, just fi- not even finishing checks, following through on every checks, making unbelievably crisp passes, no errant, like, panic moments, no flusteredness, just, just... And you wonder chugga, why... Chugga, 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 Why can't we do it? Like, where, where, where can we port that in? You know, I feel like we, we, we've we over-invested... I mean, people have said this. You can go on Twitter and any hockey board and anybody, all analysts everywhere. It's like, you can't put all your eggs in one basket in hockey. I mean, there's a cap, right? If this was, like, 2002, where you had, like, the Red Wings, we're just, we're just going to just sign everybody. Or the Leafs, but they didn't sign the good players. You know, in those times. But they're over-invested in four forwards i mean we, we've said this for years that but like you need different ways to play in hockey if if it was if you're trying to build like a basketball team so i'm a big big basketball fan right mm-hmm. and if you have like three two three superstars you're gonna make the playoffs easily because that's the way the game is but in basketball there's only 12 players on, on each team and eight play each night yeah. hockey it's 20 all 21 players all 21 players? Yeah, I think. It takes a village, right? It really does. It takes a village. So uh, I feel like they're trying to build it like a an NBA team. Uh, I've been saying this for years, and it's it's very much – hockey is very much not basketball. Well, and, and what if they – you know, if you think about how William Nylander and Mitch Marner and Matthews play, they're not all the same player, but they have a very similar style. Now, Tavares is a little bit different. Yeah. But if you had somebody different, like, I don't know – a Kyle, not a Kyle Connor, if like a Brady Kachuk or like a David Pasternak who's dirty, but a, just like an unbelievable shot, even though I hate. You need them. them. You need the hate guys. Like, I know. You need those guys. I know. I mean, you know, one thing, when I saw Simmons, uh, uh, Wayne Simmons get called up, um, not to say he's the solution. I mean, he's, again, wrong side of 30, a lot of injuries. But, I mean, out of all the players that we, like past prime stars we had, like Spezza, Joe Thornton, uh, I'm probably missing somebody, but Wayne Simmons. I would say if we could port over the player in their prime, 
Like if we could turn them into their prime, which one I'd pick would be Wayne Simmons. Because he played with such heart and such tenacity. I hated when he was on Philly. And oh. scored 30 goals. Yeah. yeah. And he's a tank. Yeah. He loves punching faces. Yeah. And I, I wish we had him. I wish we had him at like 25 and not 35. I wish we had him eight years ago. Yeah. I mean, that's, isn't that, isn't that literally the, the slogan of the Leafs? I yep. wish we had him eight years ago. Well, we're ending there. Thumbed it up. We're ending the near the stream. So last minute prediction, which version of the least do we see on Thursday versus the stars? Do we see what usually happens after a terrible loss where they play fairly decently? Or do we see another one of these where they probably don't deserve to win? And do they pull off a win? Or is it another one like this where they have another goal called back? What do you think? Tell me. Um, I mean, I'm going to say just going by history and just kind of like reading this team that they're going to bounce back. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I'm, not a, I'm not in the business of predicting wins, but I would say decent chance they win. Obviously, they're going to go with Ilya Samsonov. Samsonov, again. Again. Um, obviously, they're going to go with Ilya Samsonov in net. So I think he'll be able to paper over some of those really bad like bounces that uh, Eric Schalgren was uh, receiving. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, yeah, I think they're going to come out with a better effort because that's just kind of what they do. They they kind of, you know, sleep through class and then, you know, you know through the easy classes and then Step get out for the, the harder exam. classes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, yeah, we'll see. But um, no, I think they're going to. I think they're going to do all right. But uh, it's, I mean, it's still uh, it's still not fixing the problem. But uh, we can just pretend for now. How about you? I mean, winning fixing it fixes everything, right? So hopefully they get a win and can uh, get some confidence up before they head out to the West Coast road trip. Um, Not a fun start, eh? Not a fun start. Not a fun start. Not not great. Um, So we will be back Thursday. Uh, Make sure you leave a comment in the comment box down below and in the chat, uh, letting us know your prediction for what's going to happen Thursday and which Jekyll and Hyde version of Hall, I mean the Leafs, we're going to see. And uh, once again for SDPN, my name is Lauren. My name is Fuad. Uh, you can catch me on all the socials at Fuad underscore sports. Make sure you smash that like button. Hit subscribe. Um, I just want to sound like a real YouTuber by saying that. And come and, back uh, Thursday and- night after the show. You stay classy, Toronto.